What's up, everyone? Welcome to Simulation. I'm your host, Alan Sakyan. We are now going to be talking about conscious reality creators. We have the founders of Conscious Reality Creator joining us on the show. We have Elizabeth Jackson. We have Rick Paris. We have Grace Paris. We have Maverick Paris. And we have Andrew Thompson. Hello, everyone. Hello. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Yeah, thank us. you. Yeah. I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for this. And this is a follow-up from our first episode with Rick. And we actually did a deeper cut with Rick immediately after that episode. It was so good. So you guys can find those links in the bio below. Also, um, for those that don't know, Conscious Reality Creator is a process to change your paradigm to become self-determined and self-authored. And you can find the ConsciousRealityCreator.com link in the bio, as well as their YouTube channel, which has great content on it. Go and check it out. Subscribe. Check out those videos. All right. Let's start things off by talking about Conscious Reality Creator from the perspective of set theory. What is set theory? Uh, Rick can take that away. Well, set theory is the idea that in order for you to have a complete understanding of a set, you have to get outside the set. And so the way I, sometimes I explain that is if you're watching a football game from the stadium and say the quarterback throws a pass and a lineman barely touches it and then it goes to the middle linebacker, he catches an interception. Almost nobody on the field knows what just happened. They just know everybody's running the other way now. They don't realize that it was the lineman who tapped it that went here, that went there, right? So in the stands, you'll see all of that. You, you'll be able to see everything that transpires on the field. So in order for you, for you to understand a set, you've got to be able to see the whole thing as it operates and be separate from that set. Or wait, what? Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, because you told me this when you had the thought on the phone a couple days ago. And it really, because what he's been teaching and what he taught us was how to get out of the paradigm that we're currently in, which I think a lot of people can recognize is coming apart and doesn't feel really good, right? There's like a paradigm shift occurring. So, to like understand this that you have to leave this set. That's kind of how you described it to me, just from that simple idea. But most people are trying to, to put it in another way, people are trying to fix the problem within the system. You can't be in the system to fix the problem. You have to be leaving that system into a new system completely. Right. And a set, maybe you can just describe it a little bit more. A set's a paradigm, right? Yeah, a paradigm is a set, or a set. this is a set. Right mm -hmm. now, we're in a set, right? We're all sharing an experience, but people outside the set will be watching uh, how they're related. Oh, Rick said that, and Elizabeth didn't really like it. I may not, right? It's like, so when you're outside the set, you've got a capacity to see the whole thing. So, yeah, since I died, like, a lot of people will, because they're not used to speaking to that, they'll be like, oh, well, that's your opinion. I'll say, actually, it's not an opinion for me. It's an experience. I've already left this set and put myself back into a new set. And so I have an experience of dying and understanding how conscious, how reality is operating, and I'm just coming back and sharing that. But it's not an opinion. I didn't read a book about dying and somebody told me and now I'm sharing. It's an experience and most people have learned everything from an opinion of another person that you align with. But that person rarely had the experience either. I mean, how many people met Buddha or Jesus and they're following a set? They're, which is really an opinion of someone else I'm following. I'm not self-authored. I'm not self-determined in that set. Okay, so would it be fair to say that the idea of set theory is to take a third person perspective on 
the world and on your life? It's an elevated perspective in a sense because now I see what's going on. Like you, now when you're healing the child within you, you're not in that set anymore. Now that set is influencing this set because I haven't really moved out of it. My child is very present in my daily life. Once you understand and heal your child, you heal, your child is now healed existing in a set that's not influencing this set. But to, to connect with what you're saying, you are taking the observer, right, the third person, but it's also first person. It's complex because you have to feel what the child felt, mm. right? To get in touch, to get intimate with what it is you're trying to heal, you got to go into it and feel it. So it's both. You're looking at it so that you're not getting lost yeah. in it, but you're also in it feeling it at the same time. So it's actually kind of mm. two positions. Okay, I like that. So it's both this higher elevated perspective on your right. life and being conscious creating your future life that you want but also being able to ground yourself in the feeling the feeling is the important part you got to be able to feel if you're going to go to heal anything and touch anything or change anything in your life you have to feel and the only way to do that is to get into it and feel and this is something rick has taught me hugely because most of us i think numb out because the certain set that we're in is a set of struggle it hurts and so to make it through that set, we got to numb out and we got to stop feeling. I mean, that's what Reframe in order yeah. to move past it, right? I'm reframing, reframing all the time, trying to stay away from the things that bother me, trying to separate from the things that bother me. What do you do if you don't separate yourself from the things that, how do you approach the things that do bother you or the things that don't serve you You respond anymore? to them appropriately. How do you, what is responding? Well, like you have to give me an example and then I can tell yeah. you, right? Because... I can't work through oh, okay. nothing. Well, we could use the example that you just walked me through. Go ahead. So, like, I had an ex-roommate that was kind of, like, threatening some law issues or whatever. So, let's say if I was in the old set, I would probably just be super pissed off that I had another crazy roommate and, oh, my God, why is this happening to me? Because most people go into victim and blame because that's the old paradigm. But he's taught me how to do it from the new paradigm. So, his first thing was, what are you feeling? Okay, you're feeling anger. Okay, where's that coming from? You were a martyr. So, now you're punishing. So, it's like, that's how you break it down. So if you want to describe, that's how he helped get out of that. Right. Whatever you're feeling, see, reality is the end of the equation. The, the reality begins inside subjectively and then shows me objectively what it is that I am doing inside. So what happens is when you shift something from the inside, there's going to be a shift on the outside. So you have to respond to that. Like if a, a situation goes down and makes me angry, that's what most people, that's making me angry. Mm. No, you're actually angry and I'm creating a situation in order to feel the things that I haven't been feeling. That's why like I explained mm. that with road rage. A lot of people are like very calm, rational people and they get in the car at traffic time and they're screaming at everyone and flipping people off and driving like a man because I don't know where else to express my anger but right here in the car and this is a safe place Where's for me to do it. Bubble. So everybody's pissing me off in traffic the way they're driving. It's really because you're mad all day and now I need to get rid of some of this so my pressure, but you're creating that people are bothering you because you're bothered underneath. When you release that, there's no reason to be mad anymore. So back to your statement, though, how do you respond appropriately? It's like that. So then the first step would be responding is figuring out what you're creating, figuring out Knowing what you're yourself, creating, you're right? authoring. Well, I have an example. What you're so feeling. You, have a, you have a goal for your future, and one of the ones you've talked to me about is filling a stadium with a talk, right? Something like that. So Powerful if that, transforming. Yeah, yeah, if that's your image for the future, that's what you're going for. You've created that in your imagination. What feelings come to you when you create that space? 
success, euphoria, euphoria, abundance, yeah. empowerment, maybe yeah. you know a bunch of quality Complete feelings. Transformation of fifty thousand right. people at the same time. So that's your goal. You're now moving towards that goal. On the way to that goal, you run into a situation where someone triggers you and now you have a negative feeling and it's a feeling of not enough or I just I hit a barrier in my success. Maybe it was trying to get subscribers for your channel. You didn't get to the place where you wanted to by the time you wanted to and you feel limited. As soon as you feel limited, you know that's not the new set. The new set is where I'm headed. The new set is the, the place that I've created in my imagination and I know all the feelings that go with that new that set. That is your resource. Yeah. So the, the limited feeling, you know, okay. this is from my past. I'm living in my past right now with this feeling coming up. And as soon as you feel that limitation, it doesn't feel good. It's very easy to recognize now that you're headed towards those quality feelings. Interesting. So, so, so in a sense, the, the, the set that we're trying to consciously create is this future of whatever we want to unleash our gifts into the world. Whatever, whatever you want, yeah. Whatever that want is. And then all of the, all of these, um, like feelings of lack or anger, or all those other things, to be able to kind of see that as uh, just not serving us and oh, it's serving it's, it's serving, serving, it, it but serving in us in way? motivation in in motivating us towards that future that we no no it's like it's, it's like, acting as suffering for us to get well to if it. you have a belief that no pain no gain you know everything like business is hard and it takes a couple years to make money right I, that's a set I'm creating so now you agree with the set and you take two or three years. See, the same thing, like, if you say, that makes me euphoric thinking about a filled stadium, you still want to know where's the euphoric feeling come. Because it might be the adolescent in me feeling like, I'll be totally, like, good enough when that happens. So you, Then you know, I'll be valuable. Yeah, then right? yeah. I will feel my value rather than feeling it now. See, so what will happen is you may not get to that event because it's not coming from the adult you. It's coming from an adolescent lesser part of you. So you're, you're, you're trying to go after a goal that's not even in your best interest. It's in a lesser part of your best interest. So there's not a lot of energy going to it that's positive. It's really making a compensation for something I didn't get in another time. So we're consciously looking at the set and knowing what is these driving forces of our ancestors, of our childhood, of, and so we're consciously looking at our timeline and consciously looking at our future, taking this, uh, this higher elevated perspective on that. Yeah, but you don't have to look at all that. Meaning once you've chosen your future, the only, only the stuff that shows up is going to be between you and your future. You don't have to go back into all the gunk. Only between like, the present and the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm going for the, the vision. I'm going to hit resistances yes. on the way. Those are the pieces I need to get there. And it's not there to like teach you a lesson. It's, it's like if you decide to go for more, which most people are, unless you're really stuck, which people are, which is why they keep hitting the same wall. Once you decide, like us, that we're going forward, we know anything we hit, it's not there to teach us how we're teachers. It's literally just to show you this is in the way of over there. This thought It's not here to punish pattern. you. And so it's like when I have all my issues popping up with people, I call Rick first and it's like, what is this? Because I know... This is the obstacle that's here in front of my future me. I'm trying to go to future me, and this is just showing me, oh, yeah, I still got some, like, resonance going on with past that's family. That's not alignment with that. And my higher self is showing me, like, this is it right now. This is the one blockage. So once I clear that, I might not have resistance for a while. It's whenever the resistance comes, it's I know I'm still living out a past problem. I mean, I'm Well, it's a belief from it. your past. So, like... Yeah. 
most of us have a belief that, for instance, you're at the dinner table and your parents, you know, you wanted to um, get up and not finish your meal and they said, oh, you're not going to be able to have dessert unless you finish what you eat. So it was either finish what you eat or I'll punish you. If you do what I say, you'll get the reward. You'll so right there, recess after you do Exactly. So right there you have a belief set that I have to, if I do something wrong, I have to go through punishment in order to get back to my pleasure, back to what's good, right? So a lot of us have that set in our lives. And so as we're going for what we want, that can show up. You punish yourself because you no longer have a parent over you as you're grown up. Now you're the one punishing yourself and you start just With creating, yeah, you create hardships in your life to punish you. And then if you fail, you may punish yourself. Oh, fuck, I'm a fucking idiot. That's all just going right back to that old thing. And because you're going through a set, it's like, I got to punish myself so that I can get back to feeling good. But in order to get there, I got to go through this pain. And so once you recognize those things, it's easy and, and Rick teaches it. It's a process. You just go in and you can just remove those beliefs. And then you don't even have to worry about those processes anymore. Because I'd say that with the old set, and I think it's important to say, people are not going through it. They're not understanding how I'm responsible for creating this. What is this telling me about me out of a sense of love? Mm -hmm. It's because you love yourself. You're trying to grow. Mm -hmm. It's all love. It's not here to, oh, I have the same loser boyfriend again. No, it's like something in me is trying to show me, like, this is what you're supposed to understand about yourself to go where you want to go. And so it's like, in the past set, you, you get what you don't like, like, oh, there's this thing I don't like, I don't like this room, I don't like this problem. And so then you just omit yourself from it physically. So that's why it just keeps keep showing up, keeps showing up. It's not because you're not like better or any, it's because you don't understand. You didn't get that information. Once you understand the information and you can break it down holistically, then you could move forward and not have to repeat. Okay, let me see if I can do this. So yeah. there's, we, we do have an elevated perspective on our our ancestors and our and our childhood and our present and our future. We have an elevated perspective elevated perspective on that, but we're mostly focused on the present to the future. Yeah. And then we, I I I still see um, these things that happen on that path, like blockages that you can remove, these limiting beliefs and things like that that can be removed. But like you guys were indicating, there's so many of these experiences that come in to be like, hey, like, are you ready to remove that blockage or are you just going to like repeat the same thing over and over again? Is there going to be a repairing? Is there going to be a growth process here? And so, but why would that not be like, like a lesson or a challenge for you to like rise to the, the occasion? And the difference is it's not, that's a, no it's, pain, no gain. It's not a lesson. Like a lesson is like a nobleized thing that is like, oh, if I hadn't, you know, in my past, I've, I've struggled with drug addiction. If I hadn't gone through that drug addiction, I, and I used to tell the script, if I hadn't gone through that drug addiction, I wouldn't have been where I am today. But can't the lesson be framed in a way that, gosh, that was such a powerful lesson? Just for the sure, fact if you're, you're framing it, it as a lesson yeah, is a set. Or a gift. It's not a lesson. Can it be viewed like... It's just a mirror. It's just a choice you made at some point. That's it's all it is. It's a choice you made, but it, but why can't, doesn't serve you we anymore. Can't, but we can't view it positively to like... That's a reframe. You... you I get what you're saying. You can view it positively, but don't nobleize it. Don't nobleize right. it. Like, yeah, I went through a lot of things. This one woman um, had breast cancer, and she had one of her boobs removed. And she really believed that had I not gone through this experience and had one of my breasts removed, that I wouldn't be where I was today. And that, that was the best experience of my life for me. And it was like, absolutely not. That was not the best experience for you yeah. to have to learn how to get your power Literally back. cut a boob off. Yeah, just so you didn't need them. to do that to learn that. that. Exactly. You that's you turned it into that experience mm -hmm. after, but you didn't have to do that at all if you would have stopped 
earlier. Interesting. So just not noblizing experiences You can learn without suffering. suffering. Yeah. You can learn. Yes. You can have without a beautiful suffering. growth or learning yeah. experience, but not noblize yes. something that is like because, a horrific car accident yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Exactly. The only thing that created People are noblizing it, was, it now because they think it took that for me to get yeah. this. Yeah. And then it's reframing it because it's like, how is that the best thing that ever happened it's to you? A, right. It's like that's the, the quote about the roots needing to reach down to hell in order for the flowers yeah, yeah, to reach to the heavens. It's it's only <laughs> a belief that was set. So this woman who had this this you know had a breast removed, she had some sort of belief that she has to struggle to get where Most she wants or something do. like that, right? We're in a Christian right? paradigm, which yeah. is like, I'm going to get crucified on a cross and bleed out for days. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. To like, get what I want. That, yeah. We're thinking that's, that's noble. It's it, like to sacrifice yourself. Every story in the Bible like is that. Yeah, it's even terrible. the story you just gave about how you got to finish what's left on your plate. Yeah, yeah. Having yeah. that's like such a oh classic story. Such a great life. lesson the parents taught us, right? Yeah, it's right. like, and they're just doing that because somebody else did it to them, and somebody. But then nobody knows what. Why am I doing that? Yeah. Why do I need to finish everything on my plate before I move on? Why do I need to do my homework before I get to go outside? Why are we setting up a set like that? It is a paradigm of something. The, the future creates the present. And so if you don't know that, the only resource you have is the past, and you keep living the past. And the important thing to note on that with the nobilization is nobilization is an emotional thing, and so you give it now significance. And if you're giving more significance to your past, then you're giving emotional significance to where you're headed, guess what? Your results are going to be from your past. Interesting. So then there's another major aspect to this, which is the nobilization of these past experiences kind of keep us in that, in this like adoration of mm -hmm. those past yes. experiences, yes. rather than always linking up with the present to the future and the linking up to the future that I'm creating and right. seeing Imagine how that manifests in the present. If you watch like some of his videos, there's like a couple of ours that I've seen and it always like, it just always hits my heart so much because I studied with him and he became my family. Like this is so amazing, you know? But one of the things you say in all the videos is I want you to learn through joy, not yeah. suffering. Yeah. Like you mm. have to take that for more than just a statement. It's true. Like most people learn through suffering. That's what brought me to them. I was in the worst year of depression for over a year and I was also tempted to be like, well, I'm so glad it happened because it brought me to you. Of course I'm glad it happened because it did bring me to them. But he's very, always pointing out, but that's the way you chose it from that set. Yeah. You don't, you don't ever have to have your next growth spurt by being in a hole for a year. Like that's terrible. I want to grow now through joy and happiness. What would, ease, what elegance. would that, how would that look like? How would a child like Maverick, how would Maverick be able to grow uh, through joy and not like an experience of suffering? Right now yeah. he's unconsciously taking all this conversation. He's learning this. Like I said, my parents were throwing shit and screaming and choking each other and hitting each other. and. He's never even seen that kind of experience before he learns language, before verbally, you know. He's listening to all these things. He may not be able to piece it together, but he's getting the resonance. He's getting the vibration of people that are living a different experience. I can I know this kid's going to be a different kind of human being. Not doing anything else than making sure that he's unconditionally loved. So the fact that you are at peace, you are unconditionally loving him um, as a family, and then, then you're choice. not throwing things around, and yeah, that kind of stuff. 
Okay, so you're you're moving like this over. You're moving this Overton window more towards progress, towards enlightenment or um, ethical and moral righteousness, that type of stuff. So that way, we don't have to relive the same sufferings of our past. So then, the paradigm seems as though it's shifting, like almost. Then is it completely away from this need to nobleize suffering, and rather in a way to nobleize joy? Like I'm, like what is my, what is that future? That I want yeah, to create preferences. Right. Preferences. preferences. So let's stay on that. Preferences. Okay. Here, I'll just say. Okay. Happiness is a fulfillment of your needs. I have a roof. I have water. I have food. I have friends. I belong to them. That's that creates happiness. It also creates an addictive pattern because now if I don't have those things, I'm not happy. So to grow through joy, I have to figure out what my preferences are, and since that changes moment to moment, day to day. You're not living in the past when you choose a preference. Because when you fulfill a preference, you're enjoying your experience now. I'm having it exactly the way I want it. And it excites me and it's fun and I'm enjoying it. And when you're enjoying something, it's obvious when you're like, oh, I'm so into this. Oh, my God, it's awesome. And so you're fulfilling a preference. Now you're in the growth. You're in growth mode. I'm enjoying my experience. I'm living fully in the moment at peace. Simultaneously, joy and peace. You want that joy to be. Joy and peace. And so you must be choosing preferences. preferences. So you have to be conscious. You cannot just get into an addictive pattern of what makes me happy. Now, I'm in a pattern that has to be in real time according to who I am in real time. Because moment to moment, your preferences change. So you have to be conscious of what you're doing. And we're constantly adjusting and tuning our preferences based on the future we want. Yes. Create. Right. And that's why when you go for the future, we talk about you let go of that form. Yeah. So your goal may be this the stadium, but that's just to generate the function. Mm-hmm. So, so what does that mean? What is this? So so as you're going for the feeling. Yeah, as you're going for the for the goal of your future, you're staying with the quality feelings you got once you went into imagination and decided, oh God, I imagine all these people in the stadium, we're all around, everybody's so joyful, and you start getting all these great feelings. Now that I'm going for it, I keep going off those feelings, right? As soon as something else negative comes up, then I know obviously I can go clear that from the past. I clear it and now I get back on track. But you're not hanging on to the form of it. Meaning on your path there, your goal could shift. It could turn into oh. something else, right? Okay, so you have as a long as the feeling is leading you there. Flexible yeah. path. Because it's preferences. You, it's preferences along the way, but so then what is <clears throat> what is the that future that we envision? That's the f- what is that? I have That's a good example fun- of this. Is that the yeah, function? Yeah. Or I have a great that, example of that? this. The future you're creating. The emotions yeah. under what yeah. I'm imagining is the function. It's the function. Okay, so... Like the, I'm going to feel euphoric. Okay, so right? the function is this future that it's I want to... Yes, the function is the future that we want to create, and then the form is the process to get no, to. No, 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 no. Well, the, so the future is the form. The form I'll is just explain what happened to me. And the function is how you... Yeah. Okay, go We ahead. get together like once a month. And so when we first started, the first month, it was like, let's pick a dream. And so I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel so good right now. What should I dream of? A boyfriend, I guess. Because <laughs> that just seems like my default. So I decided function, boyfriend, you know? Like, boyfriend Love. is the form... Or whatever, love. love Partnership, sure. love, yeah. yeah. So then I was like, okay, imagining love and my future with a partner. And then within days, I'd say, uh, all of a sudden that became like so not even my issue Well, whatsoever. you got asked out, you went out. Well, that was all happening, yeah. <laughs> but all of a sudden, it's like... Oh, so you already did. Sure, you're but what it, but what it yeah. flipped to is now all of a sudden I am like totally after like money and independence and freedom through like business and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So that was the function. The form was like boyfriend or lover partner. 
but I didn't stay attached to that because I kept following the function and then, then I realized that must have been linked because really it was empowerment that I was going after. She was thinking that having a boyfriend was going to enable her to have a better life, to have a more secure life, all these things that getting the right man does for you. But if I was attached to the form, I'd probably be like, what am I single? But instead yeah. I'm like, what boyfriend? I have the function now because the function was power. And love for myself. And of course, like, I do want the form. So, in yeah. In the Different form. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing I realized. What I really wanted was intimacy, maybe not a partner. And, like, they've become my family, so I sure, have that. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so we... Okay, so we have we have a, a form that is this future that we're see, that we're right. that is our gift that we want to bring to the world, and then the function we stay very flexible to the way that we're going to get uh, the, the the reality is going to get created to get to the because it's form. a dream, it exists on the edge of your personal boundaries, right? Because let's say I have a dream to this fifty thousand thing. I want 50,000 people in a stadium filled up. That's my dream. That's this. Well, you're not really imagining millions. You're imagining 50,000 because I really can't comprehend millions. But when I get 50,000, I may very well be able to comprehend millions. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's, that's the edge of your dream. So if I go after that, I'm going to be confronted with everything that blocks me on my way of having this thing. Because I'm already pushing the boundary of what I see as possible. So if you pick something that's a dream, you're going to hit your, your limitations immediately because you're, you're knocking on the very essence of my boundary. What do you choose as form if not then some sort of an aspiration or you said not a dream? Well, no, a, no, a dream, is a any dream at all will do, but any dream you pick is the edge of where I could see oh, my, sure. the edge of that where I exist. 50,000 versus 1 million. Really? Yeah. Or like exactly. 8 billion people all consciously creating right. their own artistic yeah. expressions forward. Right. could be like a good It's going to be very far, far out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All you have to do is one. If you can do it with one, then you move it to two. Then you, then you move out and you're building a real base now because I'm close and intimate with each each part of this pyramid I built. Okay, question. In terms of the um, the form, do you have like a, a sh like a step one form, a step ten form, a step one hundred form, like well, from that ten thousand so to I have a, I have a, 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 an example of this. So yeah. when you're doing your future imagination, you imagine it like you're out on the sea and you're on a boat and you're actually literally throwing out anchors to where you're headed. Mm. And so now you're being pulled mm -hmm. more direct, right? And so you started with your, maybe it's a five-year plan. So five years out and you got your goal right there, right? So you threw out that first anchor. Now you're like pulling yourself towards it emotionally, right? You're following the emotion. It's taking you there. It's like a magnet. Yes. But now you go maybe four years and now you go backtrack from where you started and start throwing out more anchors, more anchors, and more anchors. What you're doing is you're creating now so much more significance in your future the pathway to get there is going to be so much easier. Whereas if you're trying to propel yourself through the water and a storm comes or something shows up that's in your way, it's easier to lose track. But you got these anchors now that you're just pulling on. Anything shows up, it's so much easier to just stay right on track with it. Can you explain anchor though? Because like, it sounds sure more like a harpoon. <laughs> well, it's like if, if you're able to throw it out into the future, right? Like, yeah. throwing a hook. So, so I describe it like this. So much. When you go into your imagination, What's the first thing that you're going to ask here? You ask the question, what do I want? So right there, you just opened a space. Okay. And this is a magnetic space. Yes. It's, it's feminine in nature. It's like a womb. It just opened up and it's waiting to be filled. 
and you're filling it now with all the imagination that you want mm. to fill that space with emotionally, you're supercharging it vibrationally with everything that you want. And so now it's a very supercharged magnet like that's that. just pulling you right it's towards see, it, right? The more you define yeah, like that space, the more emotions you're putting into it, the more it's like a song. Like for instance, if I wanted 50,000, well now I better understand how many stadiums carry 50,000 people? What city would it be in? And yeah. what would the weather be like? You see, you've got to keep, Getting not detail, just, I just detail, want 50,000, that's my goal. I, yeah. There's I not like, enough detail I, to get significance. There's, okay, so I like the, this point that this is like a, a womb to fill yeah. with your conscious reality This is what creation. sports do, people do. And you do. add the detail like you were listening to it, which then makes it more and more real. Well, what happens is when you, you envision the... It is and you're real. in the more real while yeah. you're doing it. You're imagine This is a feedback mechanism electrically coming back through my brain's me the measuring devices. The more real is in your brain. When you're in a meditation, it's more real. You're bringing the more real into an illusion. When yeah. you're meditating and imagining, and like if, if you like brownies and you imagine, you salivate because your body doesn't know that's yeah. not coming, yeah. right? So that's what you're doing. You're getting yourself to get involved. You see, that's people now are like, how do I get there? What are the steps? You don't need to worry about the steps. They're, the, 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 the desire for it is going to tell you who do I need to be to become that. Now, it's going to yeah. tell you what needs to happen. Unless you don't go after it. It's a fantasy now. If I'm not taking action, it's a fantasy. So there's actually also, this is a lot is, I want to also mention, like on a, on a science level, we've now been doing uh, uh, map, maps of, of neural activity while people do things like just imagine themselves playing the shooting the basketball mm -hmm. and it's the same as when they're actually going exactly. to shoot. It's basketball. actually even better yeah. because it's what better. You, you map down is the feeling and then the body movements go from the feeling. You just get up there and throw the thing. You don't have to imagine. The subconscious already saw you do it, knows what you're doing, just throw the ball. You're actually just bringing that illusion into the real. There's nothing to do. I've already imagined it. If and I believed in myself and I trust myself and I trust the way that I do it, just throw the ball. So, so when <laughs> it's before, gonna go in. before these interviews, when we do this, this conscious connection of like we're gonna rock this interview we're so pumped we're literally manifesting our success and our ability yeah. to interplay with each other successfully on the program before we even start as long as you're not yes. reframing because a lot of people yeah. reframe like i feel great today i'm gonna kill it but it's like but do you believe yeah. that or do you actually feel like you're gonna fail so, so you can't just be vision boarding you have to legitimately fucking believe you're gonna do it you gotta feel it and whatever feeling's missing like if i'm feeling i really could do it inside i'm like Oh, yeah, you gotta go. A, okay, a there's a belief. Yeah, well, that's because there's a belief in there that you need to unplug. So that's not influencing me anymore. Not like I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I'm dragging that shit everywhere while I'm trying to be successful. Mm -hmm. Just unplug that and release that, and then it's much easier. So mm -hmm. when you do, it's like. But you gotta know how to do that. When you process. set out your future, when you set out your imagination, that's actually a great time to process. Because once you start doing that and you start growing it, right, and you're imagining this stadium and then you see certain individuals and now it starts getting personal. Maybe you see a, a hero of yours right there in the front row looking at you and then all of a sudden a fear crops up. Boom, that's something you could process. Like, mm -hmm. oh, what's that fear? What's that mm -hmm. limitation? I can process that now before I even start moving towards it, right? It's yeah. already on right now. Let me do it now. If you're getting mad, be mad now. Don't be like, yeah. oh, I'm just going to do it. Because you just dropped your whole thing. You didn't even, 
go through the thing that came up that's limiting me on my path, I'll just stop and think about this later and go home and re figure out what I did. No, 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 you stay right now and you deal. I'm freaking pissed. I don't have to beat anybody up with my anger, but I'm angry about what's going on right now and I need to express that so it's not being stuffed back into my unconscious and polluting what I'm trying to do from here. Because you'll be running off of that function. We just had, Liz and I were on a shoot. It was stressful. We were both kind of frustrated, but I was starting to lose it, right? Because I was just, I had anger. And I was losing my sturdiness on where I was. And Elizabeth recognized it. She pulled me outside, let's take a break. And she had me express my feelings, right? So I told her I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling upset right now. And I just like, you know, this is all too much. So then I took a, a second to go around the corner. I just went around the corner, crouched by a van, and some fucking motherfucker like started yelling. Like anything that was coming up that needed to be said from my angry adolescent, my angry hurt child, anything, it doesn't matter. Meaning I'm not gonna judge myself what I say. Fuck that motherfucker piece, you know what I mean? Like, let it out. Yeah. And so I sat there and I just vented it, vented it, got it out. And as soon as it was out, then I was cool and I was clear and I was able to now get right back on track. Like, okay, now I know the feelings that I'm moving back You also for. took your authority back. Yes, Because exactly. how you got there was you gave your authority exactly. back. Exactly. And that's one thing that is also taught a lot here. Like, you're in charge of your life and how many mm. people as an adult aren't? They might say like, I'm in charge, but are you in charge? Like. Daddy says this, the boss says that, the religion says that. A lot of people are not actually in charge of their life, and so you have to become. They're in, in charge. charge of my baggage. Right, right. I'm in charge of all my baggage, but I'm not in charge of all of it. You are. Mm -hmm. All that baggage are places that you haven't dealt with emotions at certain times, and so since you can't separate from them. They are tainting everything I'm trying to do from here, and if they get enough of that, that will completely inhibit you from being successful. But it's just because I haven't dealt with all the way that I deal with life is not appropriate. I have to find a new way to deal with life separate from this, but not because I hate it, but okay. because it's healed. Complete and total ownership. Yes, 100%. Okay. 100%. And then let's use, can we, is there by chance a single word or phrase that we could use regarding the, is it healing or integration or what is it? You create your reality 100%, what, 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 that's it. Okay, yes, so, okay, this is great. The phrase, we create our reality 100%, and now let's look at those two sides that we were talking about, and we're not going to spend too much time in the past side like we were talking about, but in that past side, is it healing? Is it integration? You were talking about the baggage. What is the word or the phrase regarding that that people can apply? It's the past. It's just the you past. See, the past doesn't exist. Well, if I ask you the problem, you have to imagine and tell me what the I problem is. I do have is. to imagine back what yeah, happened. Yeah, because that's your mind going back to a pattern. It's not real either. You've made it significant. You've made it be this stumbling point. You've made it something that defined me. And you, you don't know how to get rid of it's it. It's a pattern. So, but it's a past So the past way is a thinking. pattern. Yes. And so if, the, if we view the past as a pattern, and then the, what we have now is the present to the future. The and healing's in the future. Yeah. All the, healing is in the future. The, the future is a source of all healing. If a person loses touch with the future that they could beat the cancer, they could beat where they'll die. It's because old people die mostly because they don't know how to imagine a future. I'm 90, I could be dead tomorrow. I don't imagine a future. So you just run out of room and you die. It's not because of anything else. I just don't know how this operates and I'm not really operating within it. Law of thermodynamics says you're in a state of decline. That's not true. That is an incorrect law. You're in a state of change, is not it, decline. 
Is it true though that like the question of how do you describe this would it also be true to say it's not separating anymore? Because it seems yes. like almost everything yeah. you go back to, because like everything I need Se- help with, is, like you're separating from yourself. So that's what you have to identify. What am I separating from? Why am I separating it from? Not even forgive myself for what I've done to myself and created all this, and then you close the loop by not separating because it's all you, right? It's all you. So you have to stop. You forget. You cannot negatively you. judge something and change it at the same time. Negative judgment separates you from experience. I'm not comfortable. I don't like those people. Now you cannot do anything to change that. So what do you keep a neutral? Or a no, you own it. You, you own it. You if you own really it. hate those Trump supporters or you really hate this, then you have to own how much you hate what's going Like you have to go, I'm so angry that I'm creating it coming at me from that direction all the time because I'm not dealing with my anger so I have so much anger that everybody's pissing me off every day it's like that's only coming up because you're so angry. if I release that anger I won't find reality because to it's make not me mad. That we're not trying to cast uh, anger it's m- more that we like it's like when you go behind the the, the vehicle and it's have to it, respond you but you don't want to inflict violence of course I'm responding no. responsibly yeah, yeah. I'm not respond responsibly and what's happening is the beauty of this whole thing is you get really intimate and personal with yourself because in that scenario where I was angry, it was my adolescent dealing with authority issues, and it was my child dealing with authority issues, and they were both pissed the fuck off. And instead of me feeling shitty about myself or guilty, oh, I shouldn't be feeling these feelings, because that's what most of us are taught. Anger's not okay. It's not okay to get mad at someone else. It's like, I've told my adolescent and my child that their whole lives growing up that it's not okay, and now I'm saying it's okay to be angry. What's wrong with being fucking angry? It's just anger. It's an emotion. So it's like when I went and responded and I heard them and I knew that they were having a tantrum, it was like, I'm not going to, okay, get about my day because now my rest of my day will manifest in a terrible way, right? So it was like, I have to respond to them right now. I have to let them come out and say what they want to say and not do it in a way that's like trying to guide them and, and, and reframe and say, oh, you know, teach them. It's like, no, come out and fucking say what you want to say. However you want to say it, however gnarly it it is. Just because you're angry doesn't mean they did it. You're the one Mm -hmm. angry. You're not contextualizing reality properly. You're taking content and you're agreeing with a set of a past and saying, yeah, yeah, instead of going, no, I'm getting super mad. I'm the one that's not taking the context and, and, and creating it. Right? The problem with everybody's ego is it's contextualizing experience for you and you're not choosing the context. Your, your context is being driven by a set of beliefs that are getting triggered and because you're getting triggered you say, yeah, motherfucker, you're, fu-. <laughs> you're all wrapped up in your own belief that you don't recognize you're not contextualizing experience. I'm not in charge right now if I'm not contextualizing My adolescent is or my child is or in my charge negative right ego. now. Yeah. It's like... You look at, you know, we look at a universal examples, Trump. So many people are triggered and have all kinds of stuff coming from Trump. But you have to ask yourself, who does Trump symbolize for me? Right. What does he symbolize in my life? Is he authority? Is he racist? Is he, what is it? So as soon as you take the symbol, you're not, not personal with Trump. It's not Trump. It's the symbol well, for my, in Trump. my psyche. So then I can now go, okay, where did that symbol show up throughout my past if I want to heal this? So I can look at all the symbols of authority or whatever Trump means for me from my past. I'm like, oh, and then I find one that's juicy. And then at that point, that's where you go connect to that memory with your child. And this is where it gets really intimate and important because you're coming in now with just love. 
You're setting your space to be like, I'm going to come love this. I'm not going to separate from this. This was a painful experience. Maybe it was a father who abused me, whatever it might be. I will not separate. So I can get rid of it. You separated from it originally to survive. That's why it's still with you. And so you're going back to actually put the pieces together. And that's the beautiful part. That's where this art form, because it is an art form, becomes absolutely beautiful. Because when you go back and you bring these pieces together and you feel it authentically and you healed and forgave and now it's clear, you feel unbelievable. You you just now step into a whole new reality and literally what happens is you start seeing miracles from this reality. Once you've, once you've cleared that, all of a sudden something's going to come back to you that's like, holy shit, I didn't even expect that. Elizabeth forgave her dad, and then her dad came and asked her for forgiveness. Like two hours later. Yeah, I forgave my mom the very next day. She came and spoke to me about the very thing that I went back and went and cleared and cleaned. And she came, just came to me with it. And, and, and that's why it's an art form, because once you understand that reality is an expression of my beliefs, nothing more. The, the universe is just mirroring who I am because the universe is the realm of possibility. You're a spark of conscience that came in and the whole thing mor morphed around your set. And as soon as I change my set, it just changes. You don't have to control. You don't have to dominate anybody anymore. You just have to have a dominion of yourself. And then once you actually realize that and you go through a shift and your mom comes tomorrow and says something, you know that you, that came out of the work I did, and it becomes like, wow, <laughs> wow, and it just trips you the fuck out because you start recognizing the reality, the God being that you really are. So the belief creates the reality, the belief creates the experience. Yes, belief is everything. And I think that's a good time to bring in what we were going to mention before. One of our like points was the old paradigm is about control. And so that's what they're describing. What does control look like? It's like, I hate Trump, I hate what he's doing because it's wrong and I'm Get righteous peach, because I know for in. sure he's yeah. bad and so I'm right, you're wrong and I'm going to fix your thinking and you all need to leave this country. That's control. When you're not realizing how you control is by creating. So forget control, like you will change the president when you fix why yes. you're making him in the first place. So you do not control the form. You got to go in and like correct yourself you have to unplug yourself from mm -hmm. that because that is a reflection of me yeah. i have to unplug myself i have mm -hmm. to move past my anger my rage my disempowerment all whatever he labeled whatever you could say is what it is is what i have to change in me mm -hmm. and then he will change mm -hmm. see well, and i'll describe it like this i use this example it's so if you were to stand in front of a mirror and put a mirror right behind you you see that infinity illusion, right? Where you see yourself go from infinity. So the person that you're at right now has a certain set of beliefs. Now imagine you can move down the line to a person who has, let's say it's a, a belief uh, that you're struggling with right now is a limitation on money. So it's like uh, money doesn't come to me easily or I have to work really hard for money. But imagine you're able to shift down the line of use of all these use in the mirror to a different version of yourself that believes money comes to me easily. What would his life look like? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It would be a completely different universe. So as soon as you shift your belief, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. You, you shift down the line. Point on your own and it's a whole new universe. It's not the same universe that you were just in, and it happens instantly. So the key is to shift our beliefs towards the form. To function. Towards the, to, towards you the function you want. You need to contextualize and not worry about the content. The content is just the way my filtering system is going. But the way I feel inside has nothing to do with this. I can't let reality invalidate me or validate me really. It's an illusion. 
It's a mirror of me. Why? How is a mirror going to validate me? So stay me? sovereign in your beliefs. Yes. Because mm-hmm. okay. this is more back to the Perfect. to the old paradigm. Because that was in the notes. Cause and effect versus resonance causation. Cause and effect. What people are living in is I'm mad because you piss me off. I'm mad because you're a shitty president. I'm mad because I have you're a right good. to shit. If on you were doing that, I wouldn't be mad. So we're not in our own authority. We're not responsible for ourselves. We're not creating like from a beautiful place. And so if you could shift to the new paradigm and, and not being cause and effect, well, if you stop doing that, then I'd stop feeling this way. Mm. If you would just leave, then I'd be better. No, it's like, <laughs> it's so crazy. I created that. How did I create that? Let me figure out how I created that. And then Unplug it, how, watch it fade. I create yeah. something new. So that's the difference between cause and effect versus resonance causation. And it's crazy because as we've all done this, we've all shifted people in our lives. Because that's the crazy part is once you've shifted down the line to this new person, to this new belief set, the people in your lives aren't the same either. It's a whole new universe. Whole new universe. So yeah. if you're in a relationship that's a yeah. struggle and you get down to the bottom of why you have created a belief that this is a struggle, right? Whatever it is you believe about this person, and then you shift that belief, the person will either leave your reality or they'll change. They'll be a different person. Yeah. And you'll be blown out on you how You can't they be are. a human homeopathic to make the world a better place when you're judging everybody who you think is not doing it the mm. way you think it should be. Uh-huh. You're separating from the experience that I have to own the parts of myself that have taken this long to understand. Mm what I've been doing. Like, it's got to be a moment of forgiveness that alters this. It's got to be a release of a way that I'm being. The adolescent inside wants to argue and fight. That's why it is just dogma and no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's adolescent behavior. Interesting. So we have a rampant dogma and not so much dialogue because it's like adolescent. One behavior. opinion, against, nobody's got the experience. It's an opinion against an opinion against an opinion. It, so, so versus the 8 billion people having their own beliefs that we, we haven't even sovereignly decided that we're all in complete uh, conscious creation with our beliefs creating our experiences. So because that isn't there, that's part of maybe what you could call like maybe like a, like a spiritual fragmentation of sorts. People don't know who they are and they don't know how They identify they with their past. That isn't, that's the way you were programmed. That's not who you are. Most of the time, that program has nothing to do with who you are, and that's why you're so unhappy. I have to write my own program somewhere. I have to get mm-hmm. out of that set mm-hmm. and redesign a set for myself that works for me, right? And so that's a process. Everything in physical reality is ultimately a process. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti. Do, back, but in a more elevated place. You see, we are analyzing everything rather than understanding we have to synthesize everything. If I have a moment and we're arguing, we share a resonance. If one of us unplugs that, the argument will fall apart immediately. Mm. And that's how you know when you've healed it. Like, if you're inside while you're into it and you go, what do I need to forget? What do I need? Right? It's an art form. I have to get better at understanding. Now it happens in real time fast. You're a creator. You're like, oh wow, I'm pissed because somebody's pissed in front of me and I'm getting triggered, so there's some anger to deal. Let me be open and listen to what are the hints and clues of what's pissing me off inside? What can I align with? The fact is, like, yeah, they're judging me or they're they're looking at me as a lesser person. And you see, you've got to take that apart and unplug that. And if you unplug, if you're good at it, which you can get good at it, you'll see the argument fall apart. You don't have to tell them anything. You just unplug yourself and it's like in... in 
Resonance causation, you're operating by the law of resonance. And the law of resonance states when you get two vibrations, there's only three things that happen to those. They either, one will come down, one will go up, or they'll harmonize somewhere in the middle. Mm. These are unconscious vibrations. Now, if I'm conscious and I know mine is coming from love and I know what I'm doing, these will come up to you for sure. Mm. They cannot not. Mm. Like if you get in an argument and you start saying shit, and they say, and it just escalates and it's going all over, you don't know why. It's because you're meeting them, and they're meeting you, and they're meeting you, and you're not recognizing that, oh, I'm escalating. I'm not really unplugging. <laughs> Mm -hmm. so true. Yeah, that's happening where we call it. We say, hold the line. Yeah, you gotta yeah, yeah. hold your you, values. You to be a homeopathic, you have to be the healer. You have to hold a different thing, and it can't be out of a judgment. Okay, so so we so we we mm -hmm. we anchor love, and then that's the resonance that we hold, and then we in don't, a big picture sense, yes. And then we don't cast judgment onto. Eight billion other people. Yeah. Why? They're just because the, they're just my adolescent and child. They're all aspects yeah. of you. Eight, eight billion versions of something inside of you because they don't exist when you leave. And, do you, and would you say that this is a was is this forgiving? Yeah. Well, when you're going back and you're forgiving your adolescent, your child, and all your past, all of that starts to unbind emotionally. So you now that that's with not those there, people who are limiting you. You're the one that agreed with those limitations placed on you. You have to disagree with them in a positive way now. You were programmed, and you might hate it, and you might not like it, and you feel limited, and you feel crappy. But if you don't understand how to reprogram them, to take that out and upgrade myself in a sense, and do it honestly, you can't reframe and separate, well, I'm just going to move on. I'm just going to let that go. No, you won't. You're just, you're just hiding from it now. When you let it go, you know you let it go. You know what you do. And reality has communicated to me that I let it go. If reality doesn't communicate that back, you got more to do because it's an illusion. It's a reflection of you. You need to use the reality appropriately. As a God being, it's an illusion. <laughs> I'm here to create. I'm here to create the more real and bring it into this experience. Not try to get the experience to change for me. Ah, okay. Rather than trying to get the experience to change for you, it's about you consciously creating. And let it be the mirror to let me know when I've changed is when it falls apart. And the proof is in the pudding. If you're doing it, it happens, and you know you're doing it when you're doing it. See, most people are in a set. They don't understand what I'm talking about. Everybody sitting right here knows what I'm talking about. They've done it. I can talk about it all day, but until you meet a person who's done it and can talk that language and understand, there's a there's a there's a synergy that also happens, right? There's so, this is a greater than me being alone on camera with you. This is a greater vibration. Yeah. It's more deep. It's wider. It's more profound in a sense because now there's four people sitting here that understand how yeah. to create reality consciously. In our just loving life. <laughs> yeah, we have amazing life, all of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's super fun for me to watch. It's that's the cool part. Like I was saying, it's art. It's cool. I've always wanted to go for art my whole life. But this is like the purest form of art because you touch into so much love. Like I was saying, when you're talking about judgment, when you see the rest of all the you know the world doing crazy shit, you've gone back and you've connected to the child and the adolescent inside of you and you've loved them and you've gained greater unconditional love for yourself so 
how is someone even going to come into my reality and really actually piss me off? You get what I'm saying? Like, piss me off to the point where I'm like, fuck you, you know what I mean? Like, it it's, doesn't happen the same because now I have so much more love for myself. Yeah. That's really what it, it's like. You've gotten in touch with yourself. Pieces of you that you left a long time ago. And so now that you've connected in that way, your whole world becomes more intimate. So now you see just adolescents and children around in the world and you're just like, fuck. I feel for you. I have empathy. I have so much more empathy now because I know you. I know myself. And I, you want to open to that when you realize, oh, I see what we're resonating inside. Yeah. I want to exactly. open that right now. And a lot of times, right then, the other person will just relax. And you're like, I'm right on, right on point right now inside because I saw in real time them go down when I opened. It's like you're, you need to use physical reality as a mirror. That's what it was designed for. That's what it is. Again, people don't know that because they weren't taught. Use physical I reality as a mirror to consciously create. Yes. To have sovereign beliefs to create your experiences and your reality. So Your imagination is the most pointed tool you have. And right now, I think, therefore I am. All the emphasis has been on the mind and thinking. It hasn't been on the sense of being an emotional being. You see, like I said, that's why I say your mind is the brush. I, is it I feel, therefore I create? I feel, therefore I am. Therefore I am. He didn't come in thinking. <laughs> he came in feeling, and everything was taken care of for him. He still doesn't look like he's thinking. <laughs> yeah. He's still not. Yeah. <laughs> Until they say no, terrible twos, they're not conscious of themselves yet. That's their first, I have a preference. No, I don't. that's why no is so profound to them, because all of a sudden I'm not you. I have my own, I'm not my mother. I'm not aligned with her uh, psychologically anymore. It's a separation. You first set physically, then you have to set. You separate uh, emotionally. That's the next separation. The terrible twos are an emotional separation from source. Then now my mind is starting to gain, and I understand. I'm learning language, and I'm understanding how to think and be. Before that, this is an experience of receiving. So that should be a celebration then. When they first say no. Yes, You know what I mean? Exactly. Instead of like, oh, God, the terrible See, the adolescent goes, oh, my God, I can't control him anymore. Yeah. They're so ah, uncontrollable. Yeah. Oh, God. Kids Celebrate so, it. See, yeah. the adolescent is raising a child is what's happening right there. You're not an empowered adult or you'd know. I've never gotten upset. I've never picked him up upset. Neither has she. We, he's been unconditionally loved very consciously because I want his... His experience of reality, the unconscious person in to know he's good enough, know he has enough. He's an egomaniac. <laughs> no matter how much he gets, it's not enough. And you have boundaries. You can only give so much. But when I have it, when I stop, I can't give you anymore. I don't do it like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm like, I hold him. And I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I can't help you right now. I love you. And I just hold him and let him cry. But he's not crying because I'm like, he's just going to have to cry it out. You know, got to be tough on them. Kids need to be tough. If you don't toughen them up, they don't learn now. Earlier the better. Yeah, program early and they come out more, even more difficult, more hard for them to find themselves later. More control. Because all they're picking up is I have to control myself. They're not, they can't think it through. All they know is I have to control myself. I must control myself. And then they're mad. You have a kid that's blowing up all the time. He blows up. Everybody does because they're egomaniacs. <laughs> the child's ego is in, am I getting enough? No. I just had everything fulfilled for me without question, without thought, without anything. Now I come into a new space and it's not working. I'm, it's a paradigm shift to come out of your mother. 
Now I'm trying to figure out what's going on, but I'm still in a 100% state of receiving when I enter this. I, I have to lose that state of receiving in order to consciously reinstill that in myself later in life when I have no choice and I know what I want and I'm able to receive it specifically now. So you must cut your adolescent, you cut yourself in adolescent purposely, you cut yourself on a soul level because I get the taste of being this powerful, amazing human being who I just want to have sex and I want to do what I want and I don't want your ideas anymore and, and then you cut yourself and you lose it. You just get a taste of what it's like to be the adult but you can't be an adult coming from there. It has to be self-authored so in the healing process I do as an adult. I incorporate all the positive stuff of the child and I incorporate positive stuff of the adolescent and I leave the negative stuff healed behind. Now you're functioning as a multi-dimensional being without limitation. Because you know what? If I get if I hit a wall tomorrow, I know how to take that out of it. It's just the steps to getting to where you want are the qualities of being there. And the qualities of being there tell me the steps I need to get there. Mm. Not about perfection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, about yeah, yeah. perfection. It's a no big perfect. one right there. <laughs> That's a big one. You don't all of a sudden. This I'm, is like, a... I'm enlightened. I have no more anger. What the fuck? No. People are very angry. I'm angry all the time. But it's like you have to understand it. You're not perfect. You're not going to do anything perfectly. And it's enlightenment isn't being perfectly mellow yeah. and not getting mad. Yeah. That's that's the adolescent version of what enlightenment would look. If I was really happy, I'd be like stress-free and not mad and not all these things. So the adolescent sees enlightenment as this calm, cool, collected person Sorry. who has it all. Yeah, Johnny OneNote. What the fuck? <laughs> I just have OneNote. This is it. Uh-oh, I'm a Johnny too. I look like you like this when I listen to you. You're sending me love. <laughs> no, That's I'm Alignment. Alignment is like full on, baby. I'm full on everywhere I go all the time. <laughs> because that's <laughs> what is enabling me to create so powerfully I need all crayon, 56 crayons not go through them and just take the ones out you don't like and throw them away <laughs> yeah. I don't have resource that way anymore your emotions are real to be angry honestly openly in the moment it puts the brakes you're, 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 that's the brakes of physical reality if I lose my shit right here everybody's going to go what the fuck the whole reality stops cold that's what anger is for and now if you disempower it, hey, it's not good. You have no brakes on the car anymore. You have no capacity to stop what's going on. If I see something going on, I don't need to go, you're a fucking asshole. I have to say, God damn, what are you doing? What are you doing right now? I need to know so I can find what's inside and unplug this experience that I'm sharing. You can't resonate if you don't. <laughs> You can't resonate with an idea if you can't watch a person totally angry and not know that I'm totally angry. I would not be seeing this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not like, oh, you're so angry. <laughs> now you're just pissing him off. <laughs> I'm so cool and you're so not. Really, I'm angry as fuck and I'm just trying to act like <laughs> I'm not. Because I can't share that experience. I have to be like, I'm in freaking denial if I say I'm not angry. I'm trying to be that like enlightened person that doesn't get mad no matter what you do. Oh, that's great. Go ahead and break my stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know? Turn the other cheek. Yeah. There you go. That's all an old <laughs> way of being that doesn't work. It's not working because it's not working now. It hasn't worked so far, and it won't. You're seeing a split in the paradigm. People that are having dreams, it's just that the adolescents think there's only 1% of the people get dreams. 99% of the people get fucked by some other authority because you haven't really resolved being an authority yet. You're still seeing I'm being limited by the outside. 
because the child and the adolescent were. They don't have the capacity to be self-offered. They have no experience. All I have is what my parents programmed me, pre-verbally most of it. You see, so I'm, I'm living in an experience that I don't know how to author. I don't know how to take responsibility because the adolescent actually believes responsibility is a duty and obligation, yeah. not power. And a light person is like, I'll take that, I'll take that, let me take that, let me, let me fix this. I, you're, I see you're really angry, and I want to know, I want to understand more about my own anger, because I'm not seeing it. Like, the dialogue, that's where the dialogue comes from, is understanding, it's not, you're not alone right now. I, I wouldn't be seeing this if I didn't have it in me. I'd be seeing somebody else without it. Take responsibility because it gives us power. Yes. Oh, yeah. Power and responsibility directly, 100% equally correlate. If I don't have the ability to respond, I have no power. Mm -hmm. Right? America, the reason America is so powerful, okay. because okay. we're in a paradox. Powerful to do what the fuck I want in the world, but I also have to create security, safety and security for myself and others. How do I navigate that? That's where your vibration lands in between the paradox mm -hmm. of creating safe. Because I also have to do it for you. I can't control you and tell you you can't do that anymore because you're taking advantage of the planet and everything around. It's like that's just a way, old way of being, of dominating the universe instead of like having what I like to call win-win-wins. I have a win, you have a win, and everything in this environment must have a win to be a, the right complex decision. And it takes patience and dialogue to come up with a win-win-win. Most people, one win's good enough if it's me. There's got to be a loser. That's the way it goes. You don't, you, no, you, we both need to win. And that, that's why in relationships, it's not 50-50. It's 100-100. It's not like, oh, I'm trying to do it, but they're not really growing. I'm not growing my partner because they won't. No, 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 that's not what it is. It's like you need to respond 100% to them. You are not here to be loved or understood. You're here to opportunity to love and understand someone that they become their best self. Right in front of me because of the love I have. And when you do that, you're going to want to deal with another person and another person and another person. And it's not, not even just people because the way it is is you have two positions, right? So it could be you and money. But what's the yeah. bridge between you and money is the relationship. That's third position. Right. And that's a bridge. And you decide, what do I bring? If you're only coming 50 because you're waiting for the other person to come other way 50, right? What are you going to get? You're not going to get the results you want. You have to be the one willing to go 100. And you stop creating. You see, control, what people don't understand, the minute I have for control, like I'm putting 50%, where's your 50%? Mm. I'm not loving. I'm not coming up with a creative solution to move past this. And I'm not free. Now I'm totally, you're Trump is controlling all these people who are mad at him. No matter how mad you are, he's controlling the fuck out of you because everything he does is pissing you off and making you scream and freak out and go pick it and go tell all your friends, like, let's get him a pee. You're so caught up in that you don't even see the forest through the trees. Yeah. You just don't recognize I have a very poor relationship with authority. Trump doesn't bother me in the least. I didn't vote for him either. <laughs> but I know he's the icon for how we're doing as a whole. He represents the icon on this computer screen. Here's what it looks like when we punch authority figure right now. We're railing against, say, baby boomers and their attitude. Because mm. people aren't recognizing the power of the baby boomer. In. They just don't like any of it. Because the millennials were a, a generation that could not supersede those guys. They were so hardcore, they went the other way. I'm not doing anything. So that's why the millennials were so on board with Bernie. Yeah. Right? 
They're mad. Just went the opposite. They're mad, and yeah. they want the power. Like, let's just take it away from them. Let's mm. just force them to. It won't work. <laughs> you know, it won't work because that's not how you do it. You need to let go of a generation's negative stuff and take what was awesome about them and implement it in to be more complex with the new gen. Not a separation from, but an understanding. We're at a higher level. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. We're another level. You must synthesize what was, release what wasn't. The baby boomers has amazing qualities that yes. you'd want to have, but it needs to be uplifted, not just a win anymore. It has to be a win, win, win. Yeah. And you just take that will that they had, take that full on balls to the walls, just go after what you want, but be coming from the right place now. And so if you separate from all that and judge all that and try to make it even, we're going to make it even. It's not going to work. The relationship, the universe is not, it, it's not really in a 50-50 black and white harmony. In order for it to create more for itself, it has to be out of balance. It has to be out of balance to keep continuously creating. Human beings are the only thing out of harmony because you have the, the capacity to direct the harmony. To direct where it goes. And that's the power of being a God being. We need to nurture nature. You don't have to, like, if you just fill in the blanks, nature will help you. Many of the ancient great minds would just copy nature. Mm -hmm. Find out what nature's doing, understand, and then follow that road because it's the most elegant way to do it. Mm -hmm. If we were really, like, trying to elevate the planet, we would take care of your fucking backyard. If you don't have a, you have a balcony, make that balcony beautiful. Show your love for the environment. Put something, even if I'm only putting this much oxygen and this much beauty, do it. Quit telling everybody else they need to wake up and do it. Just do it and feel good with your relationship with nature. Feel good with the relationships that I'm developing around me. Feel good that my yard is the best looking one on the block because I love my neighborhood. And somebody else will get inspired and probably fix up their yard. And you can go, let me, I see you're trying to help your yard. Let me help you, dude. I'm really good at this. Like, that's all it takes to be empowered in my own set of values. If I value that, then I must go after my value. I will feel wonderful on my way to change. It's a different paradigm operating here. How do we create win-win-wins? You have to sit there and dialogue. It can't be a dogma. You've got to say, like, why do you want Trump out? Because what? Right? Now I have to understand. Because I don't like he's crass. Well, I see plenty of people fighting and arguing. There are plenty crass in their pursuit of arguing the pros and cons of the government. Right? They're being arrogant. They're not listening. They're not, I mean, I have people all the time, you know, I don't get on Facebook very much anymore, but a lot of time I do just because I want to get into it a little bit and see, I want to push on the reality, you know? Like I posted on a woman's thing purposely the other day and I knew the whole thread was going to blow up. And it was like she did this long thing, shame dumping on a guy who gave her a massage and he ended up having sex with her. And she felt like, oh, I can't believe he would do that. And I'm like, all I said was like, didn't you allow it? Why are you posting and trying to shame him and posting your yeah. dialogue and saying he cut you off? Yeah. This is your problem. He doesn't want to talk to you, so what? You, what, you can't heal that because in case I, I have to be, I have, he's got to release me. They said, you're not understanding and everybody was just firing on me, pandemic. You're so insensitive. You're just a baby boomer that you're the typical man we're trying to change. And I said, good luck with that. <laughs> I was born in 1963. 
I'm a baby boomer, but I'm right on the cusp. I understand what's happening, and I also understand what I'm not letting go of. The willfulness, the, I want to be a man in a man's world. And that doesn't mean that women aren't included. You understand? You say that and everybody gets triggered. In a man's world, I know what that means. No, you don't. You know what your beliefs are around what that means, and you're experiencing them, but you don't know what I mean by it. You don't even, you're not even taking the time to find out. Like, my surf shop and I opened with Surf Like a Girl. The first time I got a radio interview, they wondered like, oh, so you're basically demeaning women. You're saying surf like a girl, right? I was like, no, you're misunderstanding because I'm saying surf like a girl. Go out there and receive the water. Be that mermaid out there enjoying yourself, having fun while all the guys are hacking on the waves like they're... Go out there and just surf like a woman. You will change the whole industry just surfing like from your soul, from, mm. from your heart, from... Go, you go on the wave. Guys are like, I'm going, I'm going. The girls are like, go, you go. <laughs> sure. their, their whole vibe is different. And that's why I wanted to promote that. I wanted women to be in the water. There weren't even women wetsuits in 1999. I, I knew I was part of that. And I did it on purpose yeah. to be part of that. I wanted to create an image. So anyway, it's like... Acting off of preferences supercharges what you're going after, and it supercharges your limitations because the minute you stretch yourself, bam, you're going to get hit by the limitation that you were programmed with. Well, what you were talking about was how to create a win-win. Oh. And win-win is Sorry, function. I, I go a long way around sometimes. so much good stuff. Yeah, so, so, stuff. so I'll give you an example. So a couple is trying to decide what, uh, what movie to watch on a Friday night, and both of them pick a movie that they think this is the movie that I want and then they get in an argument it's got to be this or it's got to be that or somebody martyrs yeah yeah or someone's like okay I guess because I, I, I want to get laid later I guess I'll watch this right exactly so then it ends up the whole manipulation game whereas if you were going on function it's not the movie that's going to give you the feeling you're saying well what's the feeling that I want tonight you're not going for the movie you're saying what's the feeling so then both people can sit there and talk about the feeling. Oh, I want to feel cozy. I want maybe a romantic, you know what I mean? I want to feel romance. I want to feel at home. I want to feel warm. And then they do, that's where they emerge. Like, oh, that. And then all of a sudden, you'll connect with the movie. That is a win-win for both. You don't compromise. That's the thing. But the adolescent says, well, then that's me being stubborn. And no, no, no. You're, you don't compromise the function. You compromise the form. The, so you have dialogue to figure out yes. what's optimal function. So we both is. get our functions. It might be a third movie, yeah, or maybe not. Or it might be not even a movie. Yeah, maybe I mean, you're going for a walk in the park because we realize yeah. that what realize we're trying to do is true. connect. Yeah. yeah. And if we're going to connect, the movie's not really the best idea because we're going to sit there and watch the movie disconnected. We're do you understand? Once you get to the form, I mean, the function, you will find the form that resonates for you both, and now you're both making an empowered choice. That's a win-win. Okay, so creating win-wins is dialogue about the function. So it's so in a sense, it'd be like, can we now? What would you guys say about this? Having a a more a more love-based dialogue around the trajectory of our world, like geopolitically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything. What do you mean, though? What for? To what? Everything like, is a reflection of your beliefs. Every single thing in physical reality, I'm talking all of it. Like people can say, oh, I understand my own world, but you know, how am I responsible for your feelings? Because I'm sharing the feelings or we wouldn't be sharing the moment. 
So I'm going to respond to you appropriately. I'm going to be like, wow, I really feel your pain. Like maybe not say it out loud, but internally like a line to try to heal them, to try to get in alignment and get sympathy. Sympathetic is to be in simpatico. And as soon as we're connected, I can release that and you'll start releasing and you'll find your way just from me. You're sitting here listening. It's like to have a win-win, it requires to come from love and understand I can only change this reality. But once I get good at this, I could change the reality of a whole room full of people. I could change reality in a whole stadium. I could change the whole paradigm. It only takes one person to change the world. It's not like we got 8 billion people all doing the wrong thing. This is awful. 1%, 0.001% is awake right now. It's never going to, one person can do it all. I'm not worried. I know that I'm going to create this beautifully in the end. I'm not worried about Trump. I'm not worried about where the world, I don't, Look, I'm sad about the fire. It deeply bums me to watch those fires. But I know that's the adolescent inside just burning the fucking place down unconsciously because I'm sick of this. I hate it. I want it different. And there comes reality. Boom. Just burning down the thing that you're so afraid to lose. More forests. We're going to die because logic and reason is saying that's the, how the oxygen is. And all the logical linear thought, which is not even true. It's an illusion. Science does not even know what the fuck they're talking about for the most part right now. They're trying to come up with a way to, to create a, a paradigm that we can follow into the future. That paradigm is too slow. I can get real-time results in reality. Why am I going to need to prove myself that it works? Wow, I stopped the fires by meditation because I'll tell you, I did a lot of work this weekend and as soon as it the rain came and 40% of the fire was out by the time I came out of meditation. And I'll own that. I did that. You see, because I'm already trying to work on that level. I know I can change individuals in front of me. I know I can change a room full of people. I'm already working. Can I change the whole thing now? I'm more into that position because I've got the confidence. I've got the self-esteem. I've been doing this for 30 years. I, kill, I died and put myself back in with this thinking. That took the opinion that I had and made it an experience. Now, there's nobody gonna shake me off of this base. And so, I'm not stubborn, I'm finding an answer for a win-win with everyone. I'm into it, I'm going for the functions and people get mad because they want the form. I want that guy to be, I want all guys to recognize what it's like to be a woman that, when I say no, you don't listen. And most of the time, if you're a woman wanting sex and you say no and you have sex anyways, you wanted sex or you never would've had it. You have to say, wow, I have a whole blockage trying to say no and trying to be in my power and really I just really want more sex than I want to say no. It's like they're not getting that because they're creating that. I say no all the time and they never listen. That's a different belief coming out. That's not a problem with men. It's a problem with my belief about men that are being shown to me and all the men I keep picking. And people say that that kind of way of speaking is insensitive. Like the yeah. one thing I would yeah. say is that it's so much more loving though because when, it's when real he's talking time. like this what he's saying is nobody is a victim like that there's nothing yeah. about what's being taught here that you're a victim so even with the most hardcore tragedies it's actually an act of love to say these insensitive things because what it's really saying is you are so powerful and yeah. you created every moment of your life maybe you didn't know what you were creating but now you can know yeah. have an opportunity to I know, know that I'm not going to let anybody get away when I've got a chokehold on them 
this is. I'm hardcore like that. <laughs> when and I have to do that with the people that trust me because there's times they're not. They're going to be so scared they want to go back to the patterns. Like no, no, no. We we just ran into some of that too. Don't, you know, and, and then they'll realize they yep. need an anchor. You need another human being to help sometimes yeah. to be that resource. That sort and see, mine is not coming from opinion. I'm like, ooh, should I push them right now? Maybe I shouldn't. This is getting really scary. They're really like something. No, I know what I'm doing. I'm creating reality, and I'm going to create the reality that you're healed. Would 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 we say that this is a um, adventure of the hero or the heroine into chaos in order for them to bring their gift more forth into the world? Yeah. And as they go on to that process. There are those moments of just absolute uncertainty, fear, yeah. things coming up. Yeah. That's how you know you yeah. got past and the then line. You need that critical anchor of a friend or a yes. partner a or group. intimate yeah. relationship, either intimate with my business, intimate with money. It doesn't matter. I just have to have an intimate connection with something. And right now, everybody's avoiding that because they're afraid. I was going to, when we were working, I was going to drop off. I was like in the midst and Liz saw it, but I had this person that I love and trust and I'm intimate with able to anchor me when I was like in the midst of my adolescent and child just running wild and I didn't know what I was going to do. I've had it with Rick where there's been times when I'm just kind of like skipping back and he's held the line for me and says no. Like in an even enforceable way where I've been felt like even angry and wanting to go to battle with even him but it's okay. Even a hardcore 12 hour into the night conversation. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> where I'm like See, I'm not dropping the ball <laughs> like, because yeah. when they're there I know this is their breakthrough. I'm oh. going to go and I'm going to go and I'm, that's me. That's my energy. That's and it's not this coming from an opinion. It's coming through an experience yeah. that I know they have to get through this. And so I'm loving them. And oh, come on, where did you go just now? Mm-hmm. Where did you just go? You're worried, right? And, and you ask them questions. This is a key exactly. part of the process. I lead yeah. them with questions. In the, yeah. Because once you're intimate with a person, you know where their limitations are. You know how they're going to view something. They don't have it. They're stuck in the set. You're outside of their set. You have every potential to help them see what they're not seeing. If you're close and not just coming from an opinion, I read in a book, well, this is what I read in a book, and I think you should do it. No, it's coming out of my relationship and my love for you and the trust that you have for me. And you see, that whole machine creates an exponentially different result. Like something you didn't even imagine you'd get out of it because of the the resonance that's being okay. So so when there are moments of 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 difficulty, we have better dialogue, more conscious dialogue, and ask questions to catalyze growth. The questions you're asking should be to ask the reflection about yourself. Tell me more about how mad you are. Because you're like, I don't even see the anger. This person is so mad. I need to ask them to trigger myself so I can find my own rage. Like, what's bothering you so much right now? Please tell me. Well, I don't... And then you're like, oh, that tells me something. I can feel that. So you, you change, your questions are really chasing yourself. Interesting. And, and you what, I want to just add to this, though, because... Well, even when we were talking earlier about how you shift a belief and now the um, you know the person in the relationship you're with shifts as well, your souls are connected. Your souls are playing. The form is what's shifting, right? It's the form so easy to shift. So if I shift my belief and I heal something, it's not like I'm 
changing that person, right? Oh, I don't, I didn't like that. Let's flip through there. Yeah, that's I'm good. trying to really manipulate the whole conversation exactly. to get them into my line. It's because I, I found something that's that I rough. connected to that I was able to heal and align with, and now I'm feeling good, and my whole reality is different. But our souls are what's still connecting. So it's intimate, it's through love. So when he's saying, I'm asking someone a question, you're not trying to just get from them, right? It's not that kind of asking, asking to find out about them. You're asking because you know our souls are playing a game. Yeah, yeah. It's coming with love. You're trying love. to find the resonant connection inside yourself. Like, okay, I'm not conscious of my anger right now, but this person is. So let me ask some questions. To be like, why are you so mad? That's a negative judgment basically <laughs> saying, you're so immature right now. Yeah. No, like, tell me more. Why are you so mad? Yeah, yeah. You see, that's a same question, not the same. Yeah. Because yeah. you're so looking inside, honestly, like, I need to find my anger so we could get on the same page right now. What are you angry about? Tell me more. And, and as soon as you find it, you're like, oh, I see that. I'm, oh, I have to forgive that in myself. And then the person starts changing. So yeah. this has been a lot about um, also interpersonal uh, dynamics and um, and about just that conscious reality creation. Um, I want us to talk on, um, I want us to talk about source, um, specifically about what is this manifestation of source, this? You only what? can manifest in your calibrated experience of source because source is unlimited and you are. So you grow up with an idea of what source is that's been given you adopt that situation, right? So now God is either an angry shithead bad dad or I push that away and say there is no God or I go with paganism and say it's really a goddess. It's like <laughs> you don't really recognize that it is in death it's very clear to me that God is primarily feminine. There's a more significant part of what it is, the synergy between God, that is feminine. And there's not diminishing it. Air and fire represent spirit. Soul is represented by earth and water. It's more dense. It is a different thing. But together they create all that is. And so... The masculine is the dynamism, like when the god, like the way I like to say it is when the goddess was just kicking it and then was self-realized in the moment that she recognized she was God. I mean, that's I'm just giving you some example. The moment that she she was blown out, and that minute of being blown out, the masculine was created in that moment, and from that moment on, everything was done together. It's a, it's a complex source, is a complex vibration. Source is so high and so much. If, if they were to enter right now, you would just fucking blow up immediately because the vibration is so high, you would have to go meet them and you would lose your entire thing. So you create a rendition that you can relate to, but that's not God. That is only the way that you're relating to it. Because okay. it's off creating other shit already. It gave you the spark of what it is and it's out. It doesn't need anything so, so, else. So we have our own unique communions with the higher power with the divine with yes. the divine yes. yeah okay it's another so, set of beliefs so, so out of the uh, 8 billion of us maybe so some people are just not connecting with a higher power with the divine most all 8 and, billion aren't or they wouldn't be experiencing would the issue is this, this way yes so 
it's almost as though the the challenge level is set up cranked up to 11 right now and it's like how uh is there a, a consciousness What's transformation up to 11 is the fact that you're trying to expand in a new place and you have baggage and this cannot go in that new space so you're stretching yourself so hard it's creating pain pain is a function of a synergy between two aspects separation from and longing for that creates pain if you unplug one of those you won't be in pain anymore it's that easy i mean theoretically but what's happening is the baggage your limitations ascend into the next right your your limited belief constructs cannot enter a new paradigm and so what's happening is since it's you still technically entered a new paradigm Reality is creating more intensely and faster than ever before because you really are the God being. It's all The past has already released itself and you are actually in the mode of creating. So now it feels like you're, the only way you have to frame that is the challenges are getting more hardcore than ever. No, your negative beliefs are being more realized more than ever. In order for me to change them, in order for me to really see the pain I'm in, in order for me to really understand how limited I feel and... You have to come to that realization in order for that paradigm to let go. And nobody's taught us that. Nobody taught us what it was to be an adult. That's why an adult is a self-authored, self-determined position. If you cannot move into adulthood, you cannot move into the new paradigm. So this one is going to shit real fast, but everybody knows there's some people out there living a dream. Some of my friends are crushing it. That's because you still have to create that. You still know the truth is I can have whatever I want. So no matter how bad it gets, there's always somebody in reality that's crushing it easily. You see, because you can't really create all of an untruth. So how do more of us... So more of us connect... So as we connect to the divine, higher power, more of us will connect to the divine and higher power. The more well, we your reflection will. If you really do it inside, you'll yeah. just start meeting you'll just people start that meeting are connected. People. And you'll know yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. If yeah. I keep doing it and nobody's connected and I'm an island of a man on my own, you're not doing it. Yeah. Oh, which is crazy. I, I forgot to tell you guys about this. We were having sushi with my parents on their anniversary. And I was telling them all about conscious reality creation and all this stuff. And then some dude sitting next to us was overhearing it. He was like, man, he was like, that's some crazy stuff. And he started going off. He started sharing. And he was like, where do you learn this stuff? And I was like, Rick Paris. He's like, oh, I know Rick Paris. He was like, local guy, right? Subconscious, all this stuff. And I was like, yeah. I was like, holy oh shit. Oh my gosh, what is it? What's his name? Uh, I forget Fail. his name. Fail, yeah, fail. He's so exciting. I know, but he so knew you were. He saw the videos, right. You're not creating the outcome. The outcome of what? Well, it's like here I had this amazing thing happening to me, and I didn't keep creating the outcomes. I said, oh, that's enough. I had this amazing oh, experience. Oh. Right? I, you, Instead of connecting yeah, further. Follow, oh, here's the yeah. reality. It's coming yeah, up in yeah, such yeah, a beautiful yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. Tell me more. What's your name? Let's yeah, exchange numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You, you just didn't keep creating. See, most people will create an outcome and go, wow, the fire stopped. That's so awesome. But now what do I want? I want the government to change. I want to mm. take this win and keep pushing the reality to stay intimate with the experience and keep pushing it through because it could go anywhere. I'm riding a wave right now. Mm. And so to, that's what I mean. To, yeah. to, to be an artist at Conscious Reality Creation is to realize everything. I'm always creating the outcome. It's not enough just to get what I want. When, when we're done here. No, now what do I want more. with this? Now yeah, more. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. this or better, this or more. You see, most people will be like, wow, I just had a win. I should just chill out because I could lose it. I mean, I mean, 
I'm so oh, happy. So that was right? probably the place I hit too in the right. conversation somewhere. Well, like, that was where awesome. I didn't, where and I didn't what a great going. story I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of like going, wow, I, this is this is my people. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because mm, most true. people do have a pretty strong belief that just enough, right? Yeah, it's like, well, they have a belief. Money, don't ask for more like, when yeah. you just got yeah. a big yeah. win. Yeah. Don't be greedy. Yeah, don't be greedy. <laughs> if you have a lot of money, please donate most of it. Yeah, it's like, like we're not it allowed away. to just enjoy life. There's mm. always this belief around like there's just. And if I don't give away, everyone's gonna think I'm a dick. Yeah. Because I'm killing it. I'm not sharing. You don't have to share shit. <laughs> what you have to do is live your life fully. Right? If you're like, making ten billion dollars a year, do something awesome. Spend that shit just the way you want to make the world. A, don't give it to somebody else to make the world a better place. Right. You're the one generating that. Why give it? Because we think that I'm a good person when I mm-hmm. enable somebody else. Mm-hmm. No, that's a, that'll probably some system that three percent of that money will get somewhere, and a bunch of other people are just taking that money and putting in their pocket because that's the old paradigm. I'm going to set up a non-profit thing that other people, no people are making money. I've seen plenty of non-profits where they're getting a lot of money and they're utilizing that money and in a way that legally makes it look like they're not. But it's a game. It's a, it's a play, right? So it's like, you don't have to give anything. But like, if I'm going to make $10 million in my life, I only need $1 million a year, I still got to take responsibility for that $9 million I generated and keep, what am I going to do with this? Like, what am I going to do with this money? I love that about if you get a big win, desire another big win. Yes, because you're on the wave. You're already in the zone to Mm. be creating that. It's the best time to ask for more. Mm. Not go back to the other belief. I should be happy with what I got. Because you see, I should be happy with what I got. Mm. No, you should want more. Mm. Because it's an illusion. You can have as much illusion as you want. (laughs) Right? Should, and this is again this is the I, I and I want this because I want to bring myself fully to the world I want to unleash my gifts I, exactly fully. this is a vehicle for me to be more in the world to be more in the world yeah to be my full because attention. if I make that much money I don't want to do it so I'm going to give it away everybody gets off my back and uh, everyone thinks I'm a good person because <laughs> I did all that and since I have so much money it doesn't really matter anyway it's, they're not really being empowered individuals you know like and it's not preference. That's why it's like, do you yeah. prefer to blow your money? I'm doing this because these other stupid people aren't able to. Yeah. I'm going to buy the forest up because everybody's so stupid. I mean, no, buy the forest up because I'm going to get a caretaker. I'm going to make this place beautiful. It's going to be a fucking park. It's going to have boundaries around it because this is what I love in the world and this is what I'm putting my money Like, No, no boundaries. Just, no, no, no. It's got to be a framework. Everything in physical reality has a set and it has to be recreated in a new set and a new set so basically the first thing you learn in conscious reality is I gotta destroy a lot of shit and recreate after you realize I can destroy with grace and elegance and love not because I don't like it and I want it out of here but because it doesn't serve me anymore and it did serve me for a long time religions were designed by people trying to fuck with human beings it only looks like it from here because it's so limiting now you stayed in the same pot too long you're root bound is all that happened and now you're looking going it's the stupid pot it doesn't have big enough for us no it's it did at the beginning it was a beautiful idea human beings don't operate that way but if the adolescent in you says yeah those guys have been controlling us for years and years. It's, that's the adolescent getting, you're, you're going down the wrong avenue for so, change. So it's time for a, a larger pot for the roots to yes. grow further. A set. A new set. 
And so then our set is constantly also iterating and becoming bigger and bigger to hold If you're doing it consciously, it will. If it's not, it'll keep narrowing you down. Like my challengers are almost unsurmountable now. Mm, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. doing the same thing that you're not in charge on one end. Instead of going, wow, let me deal with this appropriately. People don't know what that means yet. They're all, the world is in a state of adolescence moving into adulthood as a whole in the macrocosm. Yes, yes. So if that's what needs to be, then that's what each person has to become in order to change the paradigm. All you have to do right now is be an adult. Not the adolescence version, I gotta do everything right, and I should do this, and I should pay my taxes, and I should, 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 I should be angry. Yeah, who wants to do all that shit? Nobody, so nobody's doing it, but they're mad that nobody's doing it. It's like, it's stuck in a set. They don't know how to get out, so there's a lot of static and chaos. You you have to unplug yourself out of that set. And I've had this thought run many, many times, so it must be something I want to say. Because when you've asked questions about what the step is, the steps that usually have been talked about are all the like really kind of positive looking ones. I think in general, and let me know if I'm wrong, the first step for most everybody is an incredible amount of rage. <laughs> People are so fucking angry. Yeah. So like, don't worry about forgiveness right now. Because I remember when he was coaching me, I was talking about my dad and I was like, oh, I'm ready to forgive him. And he's <laughs> nah, like, nah. I think, a lot of anger, not yet, not yet, don't even go there. And I was like, no, yeah. I'm totally ready. And trust me, I feel so much love in my heart. And he's like, I don't think so. That's actually. <laughs> so anyways, it's, it's like. Because I'm watching her reality. She's reframing a lot of things. And I'm like, there's still a lot of anger in your reality. But remember this, see this, say that, that's a function of anger. Mm-hmm. Unplug that and it makes change. You can see because anger is so intense. It puts a cover in front of you that you can't access the compassion, sweet, and vulnerable parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. So it, it's putting this shield in front of you that you can't feel it. You can't go on without dealing with it either because I can't move and like, just, I'm fine. It's going to work. I can see over the fence. Just because I got my head over the fence doesn't mean yeah. that I'm done because reality still looks like there's a lot of anger. So let me just keep doing that while I'm moving on. Not just, well, I have to deal with my anger. I can't do anything else because I deal with my anger. Yeah. No, you deal with your anger and you keep moving toward your preference. You know, because what will happen, it'll release and you'll get a lot of, you're like, wow, I think I'm done with anger. You might be and you might not. No, probably not. But it doesn't mean, you will be done when you're done yeah. and you'll see it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Like, if it used to be that 50 people a day were raging in front of me. Now there's one or two. That's good enough. I don't have to get every person not to rage at me. <laughs> Try to do it perfect again. <laughs> right? It, doesn't, it just has to be good well enough. I can receive now. I don't have but everybody the, coming But the deal out. is you hit it. That's the deal with your anger. You hit it because it was inappropriate yeah. for most people. So because you hit it, your reality hit it from you too. Your Let's subconscious say, is going to make that happen. So once you start choosing to be conscious of your anger it will start showing up, right? Because right now you may feel like you're not angry and I don't know, you know, whatever yeah. you may or may not be. I'm not putting that on you, but you may feel that you're not because your reality isn't actually bringing it to you much because you told your subconscious at a certain point, hide this shit from me. So once you start actually diving into your anger, it'll just start popping up Oh, no, up but they see it. It's just, that's why it's on yeah. TV. No, it's true. It's true. Because again, it's still... It's out here. It's out here. Just you're in your yeah. house doesn't mean it's not you. So if yeah. you're seeing it, it's... Yeah, it's everywhere. part of it. It's true. Just because I don't care what's going on out there in my house, that's still you. What is the role of free will? 
You're a God being. That's all it is. You, God took you and you, at the same time, when God decided to split itself in a million pieces, it was releasing you from itself that you can go be something unique and individual. And so you leave. Now, when you leave, just like you're in this beautiful place, everything is taking care of me, I'm part of God, I'm, everything's awesome. Now when I'm not, God doesn't have to come and teach you how to be God. You have to receive being God. So you've never been on your own before. I've never been a spark of conscience separated from the whole before. So what I do is, when all of a sudden I'm not being catered to every desire I have, I contextualize that as something's wrong. Something's wrong here. I mean, I'm not getting it right. And then so as a parent, you go up and your kid's two years old and you say, they throw a fit in the storm. You go, you knock it off right now. And you just, you slam that kid inside right then because you're God for all intents and purposes. So that kid goes, I don't want to get mad. So, right, there's all this inappropriate, you're stuffing anger for the rest of your life because it's not appropriate to express that shit because my parents taught me not to. So free will has now been directed <coughs> by a God being, my parents, because that's the game you're playing. Right, I come out of them. You're mimicking what you did to be a, a free-willed person. So once you separate from God, God is all it is, now you're in chaos. And so I have to learn how to put myself in harmony and learn that when I want something new, I have to put myself back into chaos and then I have to go back into harmony. I have to put myself into chaos. See, everyone's trying to avoid chaos because they don't like it because they don't realize I'm a God being. I have to get very comfortable with chaos. I have to understand, wow, when reality's chaotic, that means the, the boundaries are loose right now and they're completely moldable. But if I don't let chaos come in, they're too hard. I can't move them around if I'm not willing to let chaos, right? So free will creates chaos because it directs you out of harmony or in harmony. Mm. Yeah. So you have to have a free will in order to be a reality creator. Otherwise, you'd just be doing what your mom wanted all along. What's the role of good, good and evil? There is no such thing. That's no such another, thing? No, there's no such thing. Reality is 100% good. Okay. You're projecting your belief constructs that you... you negativity is a human... Um, human... God, is a word I'm looking for. Negativity is 100% generated by the human mind. There's nothing negative out there. There's no evil in the universe except what we contextualize it to be. So nature vibrating in harmony is just yeah, beauty the, and love. Yeah. And then we just contextualize. We, we well, it's the adolescent trying to figure out reality in a black and white state. Adolescents don't like gray. It's this or it's that. Let's just agree on that because they don't want a gray area because that gets everything crazy talk. Now everything's crazy because we're not agreeing. We just need to agree on something and move forward. So do you agree that the laws of thermodynamics are in place? Okay, yeah, let's just for the argument. You know what I mean? It's like you, you're, the adolescent is trying to get agreement in order to feel better about their position. Mm -hmm. Outside validation. So free will is not operating anymore it because could, you're going for validation. It could also be true to say that the, if you believe in evil, then you still believe there's a victim 
Yeah. Because there's a power out there greater than me. If you are generating it all and it's all for you to understand something about yourself and it is done out of act of love, it's not evil. Because most people identify evil as some, if you harm somebody, then that's not okay, right? But we're trying to say that there's nobody harming you but yourself. You did it to yourself. You created it. So that's why it's not evil. Evil and good is just separation. You just, that's all you did. You separated from yeah, yourself. Yeah, you just separated two things and to find one is good and one is bad. So I can throw this over here and I can throw this over here and I know that I what to do with this and what to do. It's actually just control. As soon as I call someone the ego, I can't change that. How am I going to change pedophilia? I mean, that's evil shit. Maybe the paradigm we live in isn't appropriate. You know the reason that that priests have sex with boys is because they're just they're closing their sexuality off. Since sexuality is a part of the human animal and the human being, and it's actually the fastest way to enlightenment is through your sexuality. If I inhibit that in somebody, they're going to. If I say you can't be with women and you can't be, they're going to shame and they're going to take it underground. And since the only people around are other boys that are trying to do this, this let's all have sex with boys. Let's all keep it underneath. We don't tell people what's going on because we need to have sex. We need to grow. And see, so it gets twisted. It gets distorted. And then, of course, everyone calls it evil. It's just a distorted form of love because I'm not able to express myself more fully. There's only a dark avenue. So the love has to come through a dark avenue. But this is one of the... To talk about this is one of the hard things, I think, for people to drop because... I mean, for me, I come from a family that has a history of sexual abuse in it. And to tell someone, especially someone that you Just care about, that, that it was you who created it, you know what I mean? Hardcore. Like, Hardcore that's right fucking, that's nuts, right? Like, how am I going to tell someone who just went through rape or molestation or anything like that, you created it? No, they didn't create it. That's the thing. They allowed it. They allowed it. But you still... either create reality or you allow reality. That's only two ways this machine functions. But you're still responsible no matter right. what. Because you allowed it. I, I still allow that. You create reality or you allow reality. Right. Okay, and then what about... Um, what about the role of um, finding meaning and bringing gifts? You forward? don't find meaning. Okay. That's what the adolescent does. So I need someone to give me meaning. You find meaning in yourself, in, and you look in, for the in, reflection in, in meaning. yourself. Yes. Yeah. So there's an there's an inherent gift that can be uniquely expressed into the world, and so then it's about expressing that, but it's about also kind of finding that within what that right. gift is. Yeah, so it's not about finding it externally, but right. yeah, finding it As soon as you yeah. do that, you've already yeah. done the opposite. Is, you put the machine is, in reverse. Is that the purpose of this entire experience of source is for us to have some sort of a maximization of conscious experience or creativity? You no, know, it's a maximization of significance. Significance. See, what is reality? It's light and matter. If I make something matter so much... What's the thing you tell somebody when they're all super deep in their shit? You're like, dude, you gotta lighten up. You gotta get back into the paradox in between the two things to get movement. I gotta lighten up. Now, if I'm all light and all airy-fairy and woo-woo all the time and I'm not grounded, then you tell people, dude, you need to ground. Mattering is simply emotional significance. That's what, and it, it takes emotional significance for something to take form. And so you need to learn how to use your mind to create emotional significance imaginatively. And then that the thing will come towards you. It looks like it's coming towards you, but you're actually manifesting it. Reality is just mirroring who you are inside. You just get better at that and watch this thing do it. That's really it in a nutshell.
It's just there's lots of processes because if I really don't know how to forgive and I don't know how to trust people and I don't know how to be intimate, I can't make the machine work very well. So I need to understand forgiveness is a process. I need to understand trust is a process, getting better at it. I need to understand how to be loving. I have to understand that it's about me understanding others, understand the reality, love the reality from here, and then watch it change. It's like, it's a different way to operate. It's, it's, everybody knows we need to be more emotional, we need to feel more. But not feel more of the same shit I've been feeling all along. I have to feel new shit that I have to come up with because that stuff I've sucked the life out of the past. It's just so much dead and so good. It's like how many, most people grow until they just can't fucking take that shit anymore. Instead of like growing when it's easy. As soon as I recognize that I'm feeling some limitation, let me look at my beliefs. Let me change my beliefs. Let me change it when it's easy and you have time because if you don't change it, the spiral gets dense and it gets stuck and before you know it, I got cancer and I've got to change my job and I got to change my diet and I got to change my way I feel with my husband, maybe even leave them to, to heal myself because I wait so long to respond because I'm not understanding what reality is reflecting to me. <laughs> Guys, this has been such a good conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, conscious reality creation is a great way to to put this. And I think yeah, yeah, self-authoring is such a critical way of perceiving the world, taking full control taking full sovereignty over our beliefs and how they create our experience and how they create our reality. It's just a gorgeous way of, of, of perceiving. I only things. came back to share. I didn't even have to be here right now. <laughs> But I knew this was an opportunity for me to see more of my own love in play again. Like, wow, now that I actually had an opinion and it worked and I saw it, I put myself back in physical reality because I understood the beliefs, I understood what was outside, I was able to put myself back here consciously. It gives me an experience to share so I can hold a line that no matter what. Because like, when it's only an opinion, you'll get us to a point where you're scared. Like, wow, this is... I never get scared. I don't care fuck what's going on. You know what I mean? It's like, if somebody came in here right now with a gun and just, I would just say, dude, what's going on? I would be like, ha, oh, oh. I would just be right here in reality and keep working it through. Because I know I could make all this go away from the inside right now. I have to understand, wow, I'm really aggressively mad right now to want to dominate something like that, right? I would, I would be working so fast that I would end up fixing the problem. I, I'm not afraid of any of that anymore. Matter of fact, I'm enjoying more and more being in situations where people see me react from the hip and go, wow, because I'm coming from a different set. It's not like I had to think about, I don't think about how, what I'm going to say next. I don't think about what I'm going to talk about here a little bit, just like, hey. Well, it's not, that's dealing with form. What we do yeah. is we set function. What How do we want to feel? Like, yeah, what's the quality that I want to go into with, right? So it was Grace's idea to talk about the imagination. Her and I decided last night together. Yeah, what do we want to talk about tomorrow? I said because technically, here's. I mean, this is not a judgment. Don't take it that way. Maybe you won't anyway. But I want to say that. But it was like I was like, well, Alan hasn't told us anything about the interview. So it's like I realized in that moment I have to take more responsibility for the interview because I want it to go well, and I can't expect somebody that doesn't understand the set to really know how to engage in the set, but if all of us are there, it, there'll be a different way for him to relate. He'll see it from a different position than yeah. just listening to Rick Paris, Rick Paris, Rick Paris. <laughs> and so we all 
came to a loving play, just like, okay, let's just share. And I said, I'm going to try to not talk the whole time. I want you guys <laughs> to express. I want them to see you. You are the fruits of my love in a way. I want you guys to go do. I'm doing my reality perfectly. I will and I am stepping out in the world, but the more close and the more beautiful this is, the easier it is for me to take more responsibility out there because I have a support system. I have people that love me and I love them and we are growing together and watching ourselves. You know, like just a month ago, somebody in our group, $200,000. Somebody in our group, $400,000 chance that there's a real realities popping just being who we are. It's like, I only share that because it's a powerful thing to share, not like, what we're doing. No, it's just, it's a powerful part of our relationship together. Being real with each other, loving each other, like being honest, like vulnerably honest, like, yeah. Well, it's a spiritual family. That's, that's this is a created. chosen family. Yeah. I don't engage don't my birth family. There's nothing left there for me. You know, I can't really, let's say, if, if I didn't create the reality that my mom asked me not to come around anymore, I never would have left them. I would have been always trying to like, make it better, make us work better, make it, and then finally I was like, they didn't want to play. They're like, we're Southern Baptists. We have a very fundamental construct. We don't know who the fuck you are. You know, you're not the same person we knew. I had to agree. Okay, I will, I will graciously yeah. walk away. And it was such a gift because I realized, yeah, that was a lot of energy. Trying to like get my family to heal and understand and uh, it was like too much. Yeah, damn. Wow. So this is, um, it seems as though then spreading around the sovereign belief that creates experience and creates a reality through conscious reality creators on both YouTube and so you guys will have, be having more content coming up. You'll also be, is it going to be like um, both Elizabeth and Andrew taking on um, additional people that can come through the, the platform to work with the what do you mean like um, they're going to be like, talking but we're going to be moving the YouTube videos into a group discussion just like this yeah interesting we so want to do a show yeah. similar to this actually yeah. this is great so there's going to be so there's going to be the different people that you're working with are going to come on the live set with you guys and oh we won't even do call-ins and stuff like yeah, that yeah we want people to call like, in we want process okay yeah. so we'll do call-in processes yeah. okay so um, that's very powerful when yeah. someone Yes, sees yes. how to process with this and other people are listening to it it's it's very powerful it is yeah it's, this is the because it's real time the butterfly effect of of transformation it's just so, so powerful okay okay so the so the conscious reality creator will have uh, both Colin it'll have the um, the show will continue on the website on YouTube but then there's also an interpersonal for those that are maybe local they can come and do interpersonal Relation. Well, we, yeah, connect with us and well, connect with yeah, Rick. Whatever, whatever we're program, open to like, the form is not so important. It's how we're feeling about what we're sharing. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I just want to say that Rick decided to do with all this stuff was just to share it all. Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, instead share, of yeah, paywallet yeah, and yeah, all Exactly, kind of share stuff. it all. You want one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, great. Let's pay, pay for it. Let's do this yeah. together. But in me, I'm going to put everything I can yeah. out there. Likewise, yeah. And so, But yeah. at the same time, I also know... It's very hard, even if you listen to everything. It's like it took me almost 30 years like to really get good and understand it and a death experience and everything. 
where these guys are just getting the cream of the cake all the time. They, I don't teach them every, I just teach them what they need to know on their way and they're all thriving and, 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 and experiencing their life so beautifully that I just want to be the resource for them. I just want to see them come and boom, 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 you know? And so what's happening is you, without an intimate relationship that's built out of the adult, like how often do we get in relationships and then we know that's my mom or that's my dad or that's the same man every time. Because that's the adolescent creating those relationships, not the adult. Because the adult knows what I need, what I want, and what to ask for. I'm not afraid to do it out of the sake of intimacy. I have to be vulnerably honest to this person, right? This is, there's a bunch of structure to do this. Uh, yeah, I'll give you examples. Two, two, both these people came in my life here because I asked for it. So first Liz came in my life. I It was... I wanted to heal with women. That was my intent. And I said, okay, I want a woman to come into my life to heal with. Liz came in, I was like three weeks later, she started shooting with us and working with us. And, then and you asked for a Korean friends. or something. Yeah, oh, no, and I wasn't Korean specifically. <laughs> and then I asked for, I wanted to Not heal before. with the masculine. I want a male teacher. That's what I asked for. And then it was like two weeks later, Rick was on some thing on, uh, live on Facebook or whatever, and I had already heard about him through you know, Liz, but connected with him and he had a program available to go into and that's how it all started but it's conscious choice right yeah yeah and so I'm just opening to receiving yeah. right because when you're artistic at this and you don't do it first a lot of people well I'm just gonna receive you the whole point of getting in a centered transcendental space is to be connected to source and then demand create a reality with source mm -hmm. and you come out with a new experience not just get in there and hang out and sit there and be all <laughs> that's so beautiful actually yeah yeah not just sit in and just, uh, just yeah disconnected and, yeah disconnected it's 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 as though um it's that second part that's so critical is the conscious reality creation with source after doing that divine connection yeah that's beautiful what are we doing together because the goddess always says yes anything you want you want cancer okay you're not really hurting yourself. This is the illusion to play being God. You're here to play with something that's totally mutable. That's you're not hurting yourself. I mean, it hurts when you're here, but I mean, in the big picture, you're not hurting yourself. You're here for an experience that looks real, so I can understand who I am and watch what I create. Because really, what people don't get when they're here, you're here in physical on the physical plane because you are a fucking maverick. You are a high end consciousness consciousness on the other side doing something most consciousness is not going to even bother to do be physical because you are stepping down the resonance so deep and so low you're so far from source right now you can't even remember that you came from there in order to create something new in order to really this is my universe when you die this is over you don't have a legacy you didn't help anybody really you didn't do anything except engage in reality because you now, as quantum physics suggests, it depends on the observer. If you remove the observer, there's nothing there anymore. When you remove yourself from possibility, the physical reality goes back to possibility and just waits for another spark to mirror itself from. And all of us are, have our own universe. It's not all of sharing. You're creating that it's a consensus. You're creating that because you're trying to make sense out of 8 billion different parts of myself. So you're making it look like this in order to navigate it. All, all of us have our own universe. Yes. And a shared as well. It's like bubble bath. Now we're sharing it because we're sharing. When I walk out the door and you're here, we're not sharing a universe anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Your souls 
are playing with each other. So when the form shifts, you're not looking at it as, oh, I did something. Even your soul soul. is Uh not even super into your relationship with other people. Your soul is only interested when you are loving the person. Mm. When you are intimate, now the soul pays it. Because all of this is your soul. All of this in all the lifetimes you can live and not live and possibly your soul is like dipped in all of them. It's just waiting for one of those things to wake up so I can focus. So when you start becoming intimate with your entire reality, now that's your soul when the soul is, starts making Yeah, now connection. you're understanding how important oh. nature is because nature is a, a reflection of soul. Mm. And so you're like, oh, I want to be more. I love it out here. You start getting filled by beauty. This is your soul talking. When you cry at the 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 the, the, the junk burning, this is your soul weeping for with you. When you something so beautiful, you cry. Your soul is right next to you, right there. So that's what happens. So if I'm going for something like I want to connect and, and make more money, right? That's a goal of mine. If I get intimate with money, my soul will then pay attention. And the soul is the receiving aspect, right? So that's where it will start coming yeah, from. Your soul will say, soul. oh, this is what yeah. you like, and you're loving it, and you're doing it really beautifully. Oh, so you're okay. changing. Yeah, I understand that more. So now even in your relationship with money, maybe I have some anger and some resentment because I didn't have money growing up and all that different stuff. So I have a negative relationship with money. But once I got intimate with my reality, meaning I'm going to look at my reality right now, get intimate with it no matter how bad it looks, Maybe I'm really like, struggling right. with money right now. And that's when I engage my soul into it. That's when I actually am able to heal and change it. Oh, I understand that deeper. Now. See, your soul... It's crazy. All possibility. Your soul is outside of space and time. So everything within physical reality is a reflection of your soul. So this is a lot of information. In this lifetime and millions and unlimited amount of other ones I could be experiencing. So your soul is just like... Dreaming, waiting for one of those things to come home. The minute that it comes home, it's like, oh, I'm waking up to myself. So Let the, me engage because right now it's just a sea of possibility. And since we haven't woke up yet, this is the time that human beings are actually waking up. Your soul wants to come in more than ever before because you are in the position to wake up. And so now you're burning the jungle. It's like you're going to realize that the world is not working the way you think it is. Global warming is not a function of us being shitheads and don't know what the fuck we're doing and judging human beings. It's coming out of the earth. Has to, is the space we live on. If we're going to make a quantum leap, the earth has to go through a transition first because we're here. It's birthing the new paradigm for us. When a woman goes into labor, her temperature goes up, her hormones go crazy, the earth is going through a shift. The, 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 the weather yeah, is going to yeah. be a function of your emotionality more than a pattern. Mm. Yeah. You're going to be able to change it. Cool. Just, yeah, just such a, <laughs> such a rocking <laughs> conversation across all these complex topics about conscious <laughs> Let's do another uh, catch-up um, We'll do another session maybe in the next couple of months towards the winter or later in the first part of the year because it'll be good to it'll be good to see how things have been synthesizing for you guys and then also how it's been coming for us and see where we interplay again um, in the next yeah. in the next conversation because this one goes yeah, this was fun this was yeah. fun yeah this is cool. yeah a lot of fun yeah. a lot of fun 
Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments below on the episode. Let us know what you're thinking. Do check out the links in the bio to ConsciousRealityCreator.com, also to their YouTube page. Check out those links in the bio. And also, have more conversations with your friends, families, coworkers, people online about Conscious Reality Creation, about the topics that we talked about in the show. Manifest that future that you have within you. Bring your gifts forth. Yeah, can I just say a little... Yes. If you are feeling that and you know you want change and you are resonating with this, then call. Yeah. Get on this. Yeah. I promise yeah. you, with every ounce of my physical illusion, <laughs> I am teaching what's next. I'm, maybe I'm not the only one out there, but I am teaching what's next and I can help you get out of this paradigm and I'm ready to do that. Yeah. So if it resonates, follow through. Just follow through with it, and you will find your way. Yeah, awesome. yeah. The this is new. Yeah, yeah. The, I love the call to action uh, at the end. That's such a critical part of this. Is take that um, the the initiative of of, of of moving forward into the new paradigms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also support the artists, the entrepreneurs, the spiritual leaders, the organizations around the world that you believe in. Support Conscious Reality Creators, support Simulation. Our links are below. You can support us on PayPal, Patreon, Cryptocurrency. All those links are below. Uh, also, you can design cool merch and get paid all stuff below. And build the future, everyone. Manifest those dreams into the world. Sign up for Conscious Reality Creator. We love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll see you soon. Peace. I was going to throw the condoms in the air. Have fun. <laughs> do it. Do it. Throw it. As an ended yet. Throw them. Throw them. Okay, throw them. Throw them. Throw them. Ready. Set. Woo! <laughs>